0: Hi guys, welcome back to Wildest Kruger Stories. I'm Craig.
1: And I'm Carolina.
0: This is a podcast where we touch on pretty much the safari, lodge and conservation industry as a whole and we choose a topic every episode.
1: Yes, exactly. Kind of life in the bush and everything that comes with it.
0: Exactly. <coughs>
1: first of all i just want to say thank you guys so much for all the feedback about the sound uh, i think myself as well when i was editing the podcast it sounds so much better and i'm glad that you guys noticed as well uh someone messaged me and said like we sound so professional we sound like two professional podcasters so yeah that sounds awesome to hear and be very happy about it
0: yeah no absolutely investing in our sound
1: yes exactly <laughs> So yeah, I'm glad you guys appreciate it and uh, yeah, this is what we're going to do going forward.
0: Absolutely. So today we have a couple of main topics or talking topics um, that we're going to be chatting through the length of the podcast. But before we get to that, I do have a fun fact about South Africa. Okay. Uh, As I've promised everyone from here on out, we're going to do fun facts about South Africa until I... Run out of them. <laughs> um, and the fun fact today is that Johannesburg, which is one of the largest cities, actually the largest city in South Africa, um, is built, or the majority of the city and the surrounding area of the city is built over an old. Gold mine. So the biggest fear of South Africans or Joburgers, as we call them, people that live in Johannesburg, (laughs) is that one day the city may collapse because that is a massive possibility. With all the old underground tunnels for the mine, um, it is a possibility.
1: Yo, that's crazy, Mm. hey? So it might just all of a sudden, not all at once, I'm sure.
0: Not the whole city. I mean, there's different sections of like mining areas, and actually the main area of the mine is actually. There's a theme park called Gold Reef City oh. that is built over the main area and you can still go do tours into the old mine at the at, at that theme park. But obviously the only, it doesn't mean that that's the only area of Johannesburg that they ex- excavated. So there's a lot of tunnels that run from that main mine into other areas of Johannesburg where they've done just as much digging. Oh, wow. And they have now built this massive city on top of it. So there is a worry that one day it may collapse.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, Not
0: the whole city, but you know, sections.
1: Can I throw in a fun fact there about Sweden?
0: Throw in a fun fact why about not? Sweden, why, uh, why not, while we're here. There
1: is a city up north in Sweden called Kiruna uh, that is also built on a mine. I can't remember what kind of mine, but uh, not gold, definitely not gold, but also built on a mine. And because of the same reasons, they actually moved the whole, I would call it a town rather than a city, uh, the whole town. And they literally like copy pasted it and moving the whole town (laughs) to a couple of kilometers away so that the mine won't collapse over the city. That's crazy. That's crazy. So So I
0: think we need to evacuate Joburg. Um, (laughs) Let's just get... All these tens of millions of people out and uh, we'll move the city
1: yeah so the town (laughs) is if not millions of people i can't even remember how many people that live there but it is a fair amount of thousands i'm sure
0: to be honest with everyone that's going to be like oh my word aren't the people worried um there have been massive precautions taken into account with the city collapsing yeah. because I'm sure people are, are like so they're going oh my word let's not visit Joburg and may collapse
1: no no no, no you can still visit haven't. Joburg you can still fly into the airport yeah, and fine. catch your next flight it's not gonna <laughs> you're fine but still that's a very cool fact
0: absolutely
1: but today, guys, we, as Craig said, we have quite a few different uh, things to talk about. I think the first thing that we want to jump into that I'm super excited to talk about is what we've been up to the past like week or so because we've been doing so much. It doesn't we have feel been like,
0: really, really, really busy. It
1: doesn't feel like it was just a week that we were away doing all these things because if we, it was just so much going on.
0: Yeah. We were just in so many different beautiful areas.
1: And just crazy things in yeah. general. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so to actually start off our trip we actually i'm gonna hand over to carolina because she probably has the biggest news um I don't know, out of news, out of the week
1: it was maybe the highlight of all so of this was the trips. beginning
0: of the week me and carolina had to split um i went to one destination and she went to the other
1: which doesn't happen often no it right? doesn't it doesn't
0: i got some i got some peace of mind <laughs> i'm kidding i'm
1: kidding <laughs> No, so I actually flew up to Johannesburg while Craig went to... We did mention this in the, in the um, last episode, podcast, but yeah, yeah uh, just to catch you guys up again about what we've been up to, but I flew up to Johannesburg and then Craig went to Thornybush, and you'll talk a little bit about that yeah. now, but um, uh, the reason I flew up to, to Johannesburg, I was there for one night to then go uh, further on to Pilansburg, uh, which is a reserve just... Is it north of Johannesburg?
0: Yeah, it's in the northwest province, so okay. yeah, kind of that... The kind of northwest yeah. of...
1: Yeah, uh, three hours from Karting. Johannesburg. Uh, just, by the way, a great place to go if you are, you know, in for a short safari and you can't make it all the way to Kruger. Yeah. Uh, you're in South Africa 100%. for other reasons. Or maybe... Uh, also, it's a malaria-free area, so that's good to know. Just uh, mentioning that. In case Anyone with their
0: notepads at Yeah, home.
1: <laughs> exactly. Anyway, uh, really cool reserve. Uh, I've been there once before and was ex- excited to go back, especially because I was going there for an event with Nat Geo and Disney Plus. (laughs) <laughs> yes that must sound horrible everybody. sorry
0: guys did I, did I clap into your
1: ear craig is clapping right in front of his mic
0: oh, i'm gonna cut that Even out if you it's could too horrible that, cut that out
1: anyway um but thanks for the applaud um yeah really really cool event uh, it was the launch of their new series secrets of elephants uh which was really really cool we got to see two episodes while we were there uh, and it's absolutely incredible series and you know, just from a a cinematic point of of view, I was blown away by the, like, shots that they got of these elephants and just got super inspired of, like, getting photos and videos myself. So that, you know, just the photographer in me are focusing on that. But in general, really awesome series. Uh, It's about uh, elephants. It's a four-part series of different elephants. So you've got the Savannah Elephant, the Desert Elephant, which is actually Savannah Elephant, you know the species but uh, that have moved into the deserts in Namibia and adapted to that uh, so that was very very interesting and then there's an episode about the forest elephants and then the Asian elephants really really cool Uh we will get, we were there for 24 hours to for this launch and in general just uh, amazing to be invited to such an event uh, incredible to meet so many different people from so many different like industries and you know but still connections to like the wildlife and conservation and uh, all this that we were there for uh was really amazing and just had a lot of like a lot of great laughs a lot of super interesting conversations with people super inspiring people and uh just had a really really good time it was uh it was amazing yeah you met
0: some you met some pretty uh pretty up there, people. Not that I'm saying that you're not, but <laughs> no, uh, I mean, like, yeah, you met some while we, were, while I pick, when I picked you up from the airport. I mean, like, you were telling me of a couple of South African movie stars there.
1: Exactly, some uh, actors and actresses. There was a lot of media people from different magazines and radio stations. Yeah, no, but we this don't time. care about those people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> No, but then also obviously the Natio explorers, uh, which were very very interesting to talk to, and then the people from Disney and and Natio Wild in general uh, It was just fantastic to to meet and get the chance to be there and and. Uh, so How did you and, feel you
0: know. while you were there? Was it did you feel a bit out of place or? No, it was crazy. Because this actually, is your first big event. For those of you yeah. who don't know, like this is Karolina's first like event that she's been in, like invited to. Am I yeah, right in exactly. Saying that? This is your first really like
1: big big event like that. Yeah. So um. I was very nervous, you know that. And I was like, you know, not knowing if I'm going to... Like, am I going to have anyone to chat to? I think that was my biggest worry about being, like, out of place and being by myself because I feel super awkward and, you know, you want to be part of the group kind of thing. And I was like, what if I feel left out? You know what I mean? Which was definitely not the case. I think everybody was just so open and, and chatty and keen to, like, get to know new people and all of that. But, yeah, I also... Yeah, uh, got a message from Martin Mayer shout out who's another wildlife photographer.
0: Very talented. Super, yeah, well. a
1: very talented wildlife photographer, and we've been uh, following each other on Instagram for years, and and I would say we're like Instagram friends. And he actually messaged me, and he was like, "Oh, I see you. You know, like I'm sure you're going to this event because I was posting like a little, uh, what do you call it, a little sneak peek? S- yeah, a yeah, sneak peek. Yeah, uh, a taster happen, on yeah. my Instagram, and he teaser, was like teaser. a little teaser." on my story and he was like oh my word are you going to the natio event and and i was like yes are you going to like thank god that i'm gonna know someone there <laughs> so that was awesome then i knew someone and it was great to meet him in real life um finally after you know chatting on instagram for so many years and uh yeah so i thought i was but i was quite nervous in general but then And I also was like the first one to arrive to like the pickup point uh, or like the meeting spot. We met in uh, a spot in Johannesburg and then we all went on a bus together to drive to the reserve. And I was the first one, one of the first people to arrive, which just made me feel super like dorky (laughs) you know the first person at (laughs) school the first the first kid at school yeah because my because they actually sent a driver to come and pick me up which is also felt very luxury and incredible and and that driver was very early because he was worried about the traffic so then i arrived early to the meet meeting place uh but everybody was so sweet like when i got there and like super welcoming and there was like coffee and you know and they were all like coming up and chatting to me and being like, you know, so great to have you here. And thank you for being here. I, f- I felt like the most important guest because they were so friendly <laughs> and like, thank you so much for coming. I'm like, do you think I would say no to like this opportunity? Yeah. And Thanks
0: so much for finding time in your busy schedule. Yeah,
1: like it's a Nat event. Like, like I'm not saying you no. Cancel,
0: you cancel <laughs> things for
1: this. Yeah, which I actually do. Yeah, like, I know. But um, so, yeah, it was just incredible. But then I think the nerves kind of like let go. When when I met Martin and I had someone to chat to, I was like, okay, great. Now I'm like not alone anymore, but then also uh, another guy came to chat to us. A professor who's actually a Nat Geo explorer. Uh, he's a professor who studies dung beetles, and it was super interesting to talk to him about dung beetles and like everything that he knows about insects and the natural world in general. So like, then the like, nerves kind of let go when you start chatting to people, you know. And I think the whole bus ride there, just chatting to people, and then. It was kind of like okay cool we're here we're going and this you know and then it just felt uh, felt awesome after that if that makes sense
0: nice nice so you had a really really good time and A productive know, 100%. visit
1: oh 100 lovely yeah lovely and while i was out on these adventures craig what were you up to
0: i was somewhere not as exciting very exciting still don't get me wrong yeah
1: it, wasn't like it was, was it was it was
0: i wasn't sitting at home twiddling my thumbs but um Wildest Kruger Safaris or well, did a collaboration with uh, About Time and Memories, who is also a very similar Safari company to what we have. Um, and is run by a very, very close friend of ours, Dan Fisher. So a shout out to Dan and About Time and Memories. Thanks for an amazing trip to Thorny Bush. It was definitely memorable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we went out for three days. So, the day you left, I dropped you off at the airport. I dropped Carolina off in Hootsprate. Mm. And I then went to join the About Time and Memories crew at Thornybush at the Inkalinga tented camp. And yeah, we spent three nights there. And wow, uh, next level. Obviously, I used to work on Thornybush, both me and Carolina did. Yeah. And just next level. Uh, game viewing experience was to a Tea. i mean you only joined for one night
1: yeah so i joined the last night of you guys being there and uh, i was blown away like you know it was quite early on in my in my time in the industry yeah. that we worked there that i think i had forgotten how insane that was no but even i had
0: i was I, I like got there and i was like wow I, I worked here for almost three years and i was like kind of sitting there going like you really and it did it did gave gave me a peak uh like kind of it censored me a bit. Yeah, it gave me perspective mm-hmm. by saying, like, you really don't know what you've got until you've left. Absolutely. And um, the, 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 I think that's the sad reality about most industries. You really don't know what you've got. And now this is not me going, oh, I'm going to go work back at Thorny Bush. Well, I didn't, you did, you did I didn't keep, think about it once or twice. So I
1: kept on saying that as we were there and we just had all these amazing sightings. And he was Why like, Carolina, leave? like, Kordina, we are going and asking for a job right now. <laughs>
0: Why did I leave? Why did I leave this place? Um... But, yeah, it was just, I think we we did strike it lucky. Um, It was always a productive reserve even when we worked there. But, I mean, it was... Impeccably impressive. Yeah, um, and I we also the,
1: had you know the help from our fantastic guide and tracker, of course, uh, who we used to work with. Shout
0: out to Kilman and Mantler. Yeah, such great people and very important people to my career and Which where was, I am today.
1: And I think that's so special that we you know came back there and got to reconnect, you know, reconnect with old colleagues and our. Uh, see them again which was really really awesome and they yeah took very well care of us and showed us some really cool stuff
0: they did they did
1: we had insane leopard sightings
0: oh no i mean leopard sweater, we well the first afternoon we're off bumbling around and we are literally i it was like uh, i hadn't seen dan in a while um another friend of ours nick was also around and i hadn't seen him, so we were just chatting in the back and suddenly we turn a corner and there's a cheetah on an impala kill oh, no, just out really of kidding. nowhere and we're like not even ready to see this so it took <laughs> me like 10 seconds to process going what are you <laughs> um but yeah all great and a lot of fun um and yeah just incredible game viewing.
1: incredible yeah and seeing some some of the leopards that you m- know that was more quite than emotional do, but yeah. um you know you get you get attached to these animals, even though you shouldn't maybe but. no, for
0: sure I mean well you see we you see leopards that you knew that you knew them since they were like cubs little tiny balls of yeah. fluff, and um now you see them now, and they're on their like second litter of cubs um, yeah out out in the wildest place in South Africa, and it's crazy. yeah it's just it's you you do get attached to them and you shouldn't. Um, and yeah, it is It is quite emotional to see them
1: again. Sometimes you just can't help it, eh?
0: No, 100%. No,
1: it was It was fantastic to be there. And then uh, we headed off to a few other site inspections after yeah. Thornybush.
0: So our process now is we're obviously just looking for, we're diversifying our brand so or diversifying our products. Mm. Products that we're kind of selling to our clients. Um, and we went to two amazing properties. Mm. Uh, first one being...
1: Jolini yeah. in the Sabi Sands which for me was a first one. It's the
0: first time she had ever been to the Sabi Sands so I was like super excited for Carolina to see the Sabi Sands because yeah. it's you where I start it. my I started my career and again a reserve that sits very 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 close to my heart.
1: And also a reserve that is very famous uh, yeah. for you know, predator viewing and in general also luxury lodges uh, it, is, it is world renowned and f- yeah. for a reason and I think you know we... When it comes to I just want to tune into what you were saying about why we're doing these site inspections as well as yeah, we know most of these properties already. And we usually know people who work there. We know what products they like kind of offer. But for us to go and visit it firsthand, just gives us a completely different perspective. Uh, perspective on who we should send where and that's all you know what we are about as a company is to find the exact right place for each client to make sure that they get the best possible experience for them and for their expectations and so on so that's the big reason that we go visit these places so that we firsthand know exactly what they offer. 100%.
0: Hundred um, percent. I think like a lot of people would be sitting at home going, "Oh, you're so lucky. You get to just go explore these luxury lodges by yourselves." And it is. It is. We are incredibly fortunate yeah. to do that. But it is. It is still work. So you go 100%. and you have to go. Well, I'm not saying you, you do. Well, yes, we do have to go and go through all the lodges. Like Dulini, for example, is a collection of three lodges. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to go to all of them and check out. Okay, cool. How? What's the? How old? Okay, and you have to ask all the right questions, such as, what's the youngest kid you can take? How many people do you put on a vehicle? So it is work, and you, you sit there, suss out, like, if we're going to do photographic um, workshops there, like, where are we going to do them? Mm. Where's Carolina going to go and edit them? So it is quite a bit of planning as to, if we would use that property, how we're going to orchestrate it, and how we're going to do it.
1: And we're also only there for one night. And yeah. we do get the like full guest experience, but it also is a lot of like meetings with managers and, you know, other important people in, you know, from, from the brand and everything to just make sure that we know what's going on and so on. And then obviously from my side, I take a lot of photos while we're there so that we have our own photos to,
0: 100%, you know, yeah. uh,
1: to be able to sell the product and so on and to be able to communicate to our clients what's, what it all is about. Uh, so yeah, exactly. It is, yeah. Uh, It's definitely one of the best parts of our job, but it is also still work. I think it's just important to mention that.
0: So how was your first time in the Saabi Sands game reserve?
1: Absolutely incredible oh my word like first of all you know delini was an absolutely incredible lodge and just stunning uh, we've stayed at delini moya and then they also have two other lodges that we also visited uh, that we can talk more about later but um uh, just stunning uh, beautiful welcome and gorgeous scenery and then i think i was just blown away by the room it was so beautiful and i've posted photos about it on my instagram if anyone want to go and check it out and we've posted about it on Wilder's Kruger Wildest Kruger's Instagram. and obviously yeah. you can find, you can search for Delini as well, but just a stunning place and then when it comes to the game viewing, which you know is one of the big reasons the Sabi Sands are so famous for, it's just, it was mind-blowing, we, the first afternoon we had a leopard sighting of note of this big male that walked right next to our vehicle and just so confident and he just did not care about us being there whatsoever I got the most insane photos. Uh, we had two mail lines that same afternoon. Walked uh, also straight past the
0: car. Yeah, and vocalizing
1: incredible. for us, uh, which is just yeah. incredibly special. And uh, yeah, it was just next level. Hey?
0: Yeah, honestly, it's, uh, that reserve is second to none. I mean, it's it's incredible. Um, I mean, all reserves are unique in their own way. But I mean, that one is special. The only the only thing I can say about the Western sector, the Sabi Sands, and actually the Sabi Sands as a whole, is always, <laughs> there's... There, there's less general game yeah. there than other places, but it's understandable why because they get eaten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there's
0: such a high density of predators in the area, so yeah, there is like there you, is less general game than other reserves.
1: Like if you're keen to see like zebra, it's maybe not the place to go.
0: Yeah, there are small groups of them. Yeah, um, but there's not like you move into the more central part of the Kruger National Park where you see those herds yeah. of fifty, sixty, seventy animals together. Yeah. Um it's not really like that. I mean, mm. they've got they're there. Um, but the viewing probably you don't go there to view general game
1: no exactly yeah no. uh, but then also just the team at Jelini Moya was also amazing I was blown Absolutely away incredible. by you know in general the professionalism but still being so personal and uh very friendly and happy which it sounds like that's you know that should be the standard which it is yeah, but at some places you can kind of sense that there is, you know, stuff going on behind the scenes and yeah. so on. And it just felt like everybody was very um, welcoming Happening. and happy. And then also just, you know, that extra touch of like those those small things of like talking about wines and, you know, yeah, the food. What wines was
0: go where. And like,
1: with what. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it was just
0: random, you know, like it's, mm. it's normally like you go to lodges and lodges will go, all right. Uh, we're going to do a, there will be a wine tasting before dinner and it's a planned mm. thing. This one is, this, I was just obviously with us being, have been in the industry. Mm. I was just so struck by how subtle it was done mm. and how quick. Mm. And it wasn't like, it was, it was just enough because you know me, Um, mm. my attention span is yeah. like as long as a matchstick. 100%. And um, I just found that, you know, going it was it was enough to keep me interested or both of us interested just saying okay have a bite of this try this quickly mm. it was a 5 minute wine pairing tasting and it was it just it just enriched the experience that much more than it 100%
1: and it's those kind of like things that knowledge of the wine and being able to you know give that bit of extra experience that really makes a big difference and then also obviously you know big shout out to our guide and tracker uh and uh, isaac yeah, they, they were, were incredible absolutely insane and you know their teamwork together was amazing the way i also felt like they included us as guests so much that it felt like it wasn't like them being a team guiding us mm. it was like we were included into the team efforts of finding these animals. Yeah,
0: I think you know I go back a lot to obviously when I talk about guiding and trackers, I always go back to my my um, uh, personal experience. My personal experience, and have, when I was out there, and even when you when you've been on other experiences. And I think me and you have both been on experiences where the guide and tracker just don't vibe. Mm. And that happens quite often, but it, it, it really does affect the, the guest experience. Then you'll have guides and trackers that are quite neutral with each other. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm. But you, you, you can still, the guest can still kind of see this is not one big happy family. And then mm. you've got Dynamos and I Isaac's see. relationship yeah. who have worked together for years and they are, they are just so in sync yeah, um, and yeah, it was it was incredible. Um, just yeah. just watch them work.
1: Exactly, it, it was like
0: yeah, just it was like clockwork.
1: It really was, and you know, it, it was it was subtle things like you could see how sometimes when Dynamos was busy like talking on the radio, talking to other guides, and figuring those kind of things out, or like maybe driving the car like in a tricky spot, or, or you know, concentrating on that, then Isaac would take over to like answer questions from us yeah. or you know or tell us about something that we're driving past or whatever it might be and you could see how they like alternated with each other so it felt like you know and they just got, came so naturally yes and it was just fantastic and the one
0: see. thing i loved about dynamos and this is something i i value so much in the industry for guides that do this is uplift their tracker. Mm. He was he at not one point during our experience that I feel that Dynamos was trying to outshine Isaac, which no. I find does happen mm. in the industry quite a lot, especially with younger guides, mm. or guides that are very proud and a little bit arrogant. But I found yeah. that Dynamos involved him and they saw each other as equals, which is what you are yeah. when you are in the bush. Exactly. But yeah, their teamwork was just second to none, absolutely incredible
1: fantastic i think we could go on forever talking yeah. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah it was just in that that was through the same standard through the whole team at uh delini moya in, in general there's one just, word
0: for it it's just flawless yeah but i feel like that i feel like our listeners are gonna say like no delini paid you to say this. no,
1: <laughs> no they didn't. and we actually paid to stay there yeah as we did well. so like we you um, know it's not a sponsored thing but um but yeah it's you it just want to give that shout out and you know
0: and obviously, yeah, the, the whole team was just, just flawless. And yeah, so a shout out to Poppy and Sam. Sam, you can find her on Instagram. Her name is Bush Baby Sam. She runs an incredible team. Her and Poppy are the management, or she's the assistant manager to Poppy. And yeah, they run an, an absolutely incredible team. So hats off to both of them. It was an awesome experience.
1: Yeah, no, it really, really was.
0: And then where do we head to from Dulini?
1: Well, we went to visit uh, both of Dulini's other lodges. Yes, you're right. Uh, Leadwood and River Lodge. Uh, Just slightly different type of properties, you know, slightly different type of setup and so on. Uh, And they kinda cater for, you know, the one cater more for maybe families and so on. And and, groups. And groups. Traveling
0: together. yeah, Yeah.
1: And the other one would be more like honeymooners and similar. But it was just very cool to see the properties, but still, you know, same standard, uh, same, uh, you know, expectation and experience in that way. But just quickly went to go see them, uh, just walk around and, and chat to the managers a little bit. And then we headed to a new place, brand new lodge. Literally in the like fresh out of the box. Yeah, it's, and wow, I was really blown away way by this place because of the unique experience that they offer.
0: I think when you go to new places, um, you always say, especially when you hear five star and people say to you, Craig or Carolina or whoever, come look at our property. Maybe it's something you can sell. It's a five star property. You go. <sighs> aren't there enough five-star properties out there? <laughs> like, honestly, people, that is what you think because there's so many five-star luxury properties in South Africa.
1: And there's, like, and then all of them are kind of like, okay, but we are going to be extra luxury. But or how? You know, and then they actually not, <laughs> they're actually not bringing anything new. they just, they just... Replicating like, everything. Yeah, or, like, our, our rooms are bigger and our, you know game drive vehicles are more comfortable whatever it might be but it's you know at the end of the day it's actually not something that it makes that big of a difference but this place yeah they uh, have Shimu thought outside of
0: the box was you could see the owners it's it's an owner run camp for now and we met the owners when we were there incredible people um just so much passion for the property yeah. when you, as soon as we walked in you just felt this passion about how much they love this place
1: and i think i, I want to tell a little bit of the backstory that they told us about why they started the property. Cause so it's called Shamu. Uh yeah, We'll link it in the, in the description below. And that means Baobab. And they have quite a few Baobabs on the property. So it's a very fitting name. And uh, they've incorporated that a lot in the lodge. They
0: have the biggest Baobab in the Kisiri. Oh, was that?
1: Yeah. Okay. There we go. And, uh, the thing was they are from the Netherlands, and they have been living in South Africa for about seven years now. I think it was mm-hmm. have this and they've had this property in the Claerie and you know friends and family kept on coming to visit them and stay at their house, and they kept on showing them you know the bush that they love and so on and then they realized that, okay, we can't just keep having people at our house should we build like a separate house that can host you know friends and family and those kind of things when they come visit and then that's where the idea of the lodge grew yeah uh, to have a lodge that can actually you know host people and they decided to make it a as as we call it a commercial lodge and um, because you know yeah uh, you can take guests and so on but it is almost like you coming to stay as a guest of the family yes
0: if that makes sense. yes you kind of you, it, 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 it's it's Five star exclusive with a twist. Yes. Um, Where it is, again, I go back to how I was like, oh, another five star lodge, do we need another one? Mm. Um, and when I say with a twist, I really mean with a twist. They sat there, you could see them uh, when they spoke to us about their, their vision they mm. had about Chamu. you could see they thought outside the box, which was amazing. Oh, 100%. And I'm going to go through a few things that are like very, very different. And Caroline will touch on.
1: They spare no expenses.
0: Absolutely, no expense spared, and um, you know included in your rate. You, you, they, they're incredibly exclusive. So you're not allowed to stay there for less than three nights. That's their, that's their rule. They, they don't want it. Anyone staying less because they feel you will not get the. full experience of Shamu. They actually recommend four nights. And it's not where you take multiple bookings. You book, you take the entire lodge. Mm. Um, So the base rate is based on four people. Um, And uh, in exclusive use, five star, you get your butler, you get your chef, you get game drives whenever you want them. If Mm. you want to go out, most properties do two, two drives a day. If you want to go out the whole day, they will bring you breakfast. They will bring you lunch. You go out the whole day. You want to go sit on the Kasseri River? Go sit on the Kleseri River. You want to go sit under the Baobab? You want to go sit into one of their two photographic hides that they have?
1: You want to go out in the middle of the night? and you know do a night safari you can do What are that? those
0: goggles called that we had those the night vision, the night vision goggles yeah
1: that's sorry we're jumping incredible.
0: from there's just so many incredible things about this property
1: but should we start with you know it is obviously a very luxurious lodge and beautiful lodge no. like that's the first impression it's just stunning and we arrived and we were like blown away by how beautiful it was. And then we had a amazing lunch and, you know, chatted to the owners about the property and they told us all about this. And then we got to see the room, also incredibly beautiful. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's the thing. Beautiful lodge, stunning place. But where it is really different is... Like Craig is saying, the things that they're offering. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about? Like I'm going to tell them like why they're different. Like, list all the things yes, that they offer. Yes,
0: exactly. So, you know, your, your usual five star lodge. We've kind of told you all about that. Is you arrive, cool lunch on the day of arrival, game drive in the afternoon, game drive the following morning, um, bush walk after breakfast. After that drive, you have breakfast, then you have a bushwalk, and then you relax, and then you repeat. And that's kind of your three-day experience on and off, just getting on game drives, maybe going on a bushwalk, maybe having a massage at the spa that you'll pay for. Um, And, um, you know, whatever the case may be, some places have a creative hub where you can work on your photos, but again, at an extra charge. Mm. This is where Shamu is so unique. If you stay, because you're only allowed to stay three days or more, you stay there, you get a... The the biggest one for me is the chopper flight, the Mm. scenic flight so helicopter, the maybe. helicopter flight the helicopter comes and takes you on a scenic flight of the reserve and the blader river canyon mm. um that's the longest green canyon um in, in the, the world. world another fun fact about south africa <laughs> um longest green canyon in the world and the chopper flight takes you up there brings you back that's included in your rate there's two photographic hides to use at your leisure um,
1: Which usually also comes with an, with extra, an extra charge, charge at all the other
0: properties other we properties, do business with.
1: But here, you know, it, it's uh, yours to use whenever you want.
0: Game drive, go whenever you want.
1: However long you however want. However
0: long you want. If you want to do a night drive, they've got these special. And basically what I thought, it just it makes, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is now, but it's making night game viewing so much easier to locate animals at night Mm. it's these heat sensing goggles that you've got on Mm. so say for instance you find a leopard and now all of a sudden it's going through the grass and you've lost it you can't find it with the light you pick up these heat seeking goggles and it picks up the heat and the movement of this leopard going through and that's how you can relocate the leopard amazing um so uh, i just thought that's amazing from a from mm. a night game viewing point of view i've never gone to a property before and seen that
1: you can use that even if you're not going out on drive you're just yeah. sitting on your deck having a gin and tonic having dinner or you you know relaxing around the fire grab the the night vision goggles and look over onto the plains in front of the lodge and we spotted the lioness yeah well, while we, we were we, having dinner yeah it's incredible and that's something you know you don't get that anywhere else
0: and then well, one of my my personal favorites um is the sound safari yeah so they've got this um i don't know what you call it it's like almost a, uh, a like a microphone
1: it's a microphone. it's a big yeah.
0: microphone uh but i'm talking big that you get headphones on top of it uh, that that you use and you click this microphone it's got like this cone around the microphone so mm-hmm. it channels the sounds where you're pointing Mm. And we were with a herd of elephants, and we just all kept quiet. And uh, Patrick, the owner, gave me this, um, uh, this this microphone with these headphones, and we just pointed it at this herd of elephants. And the sounds were amazing. It feels like you're sitting in amongst the elephants while they're browsing and eating. Yeah. Um, and you tried it as well. It was, it was it was amazing just to sit there. I could have sat there the whole day.
1: And at night, when the lions were calling, we also yeah listened, yeah we turned that and on. And it was just it's magical so it just adds you know an extra layer of like inverse, immersing yourself into nature and you know experiencing the wild and you know on top of all of this there's also a sleep out deck i forgot uh, about that <laughs> or like a tree house you could call it stunning uh, right next to a dam that is also yours to use at your leisure and uh, you know so if you
0: decide on your third night you're like i want to go sleep in the in the tree house
1: Go and sleep go in the sleep tree. Go sleep in the tree out. And you know, it's that's just incredible. And you obviously
0: can't walk there, you need to get someone to take you because yeah. it's like it's like a kilometer from the lodge. Obviously, <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but you know, it's out in the wild and you know, kind of getting more adventurous. There and is a
0: gate so nothing can climb up.
1: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no you're completely safe, but it is quite exciting yeah. and uh, just a different different aspect of, of a luxurious luxurious day. And you know, and then we also had the most beautiful sundowner. Set up, uh, you know, with the lights on this back, the back of a car. It must be a
0: 1970 or 1980 um, uh, Land Cruiser that they kind of converted into a drinks bus.
1: Incredible. And
0: uh, they bring all the drinks with, and they decorate the framing, and oh no, it is—it is, it really is. It's taken—it's taking attention to detail to the next level. Yeah. Um. So you can see these the the, the owners, Shane, Ellie, and Patrick, have sat there and gone like, "How are we gonna be different?" Yeah. And for me, that was that was mind blowing you know, as the how and, different they want to be.
1: You know, a stunning bush breakfast as well under the baobab, yeah just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And. You know, all of those kind of things is just next level, uh, extra attention to detail, and all of this is included in your stay. Um, yeah,
0: nothing is excluded. You, you even get one spa treatment for free. Yeah. Uh, or included, an hour, inclusive, yeah. uh, an hour spa treatment. And if you want another one, you um you will then pay. That one would be chargeable. But all your drinks, all your meals. All your photographic hard sessions, your one and, helicopter flight,
1: and the drinks and the meals were amazing. Like, yeah we
0: had a seven we had a seven course dinner.
1: Yeah, Absolutely and it was incredible. just m- mind blowing. And they've got this um, uh, aquaponics garden, which is basically you've got tilapias. Is it? Yeah, it was
0: tilapia. And how many? It was sixty thousand, I think.
1: Six hundred was Six
0: hundred, maybe. Maybe I don't think Because sure. They were big fish. So yeah, no, yeah. I think you're 600 right. Six
1: hundred tilapia. Well maybe sixty. I don't, so I don't they know. So a this, lot. Yeah. So they live in this tank and then they fertilize the water who that then automatically gets given out into the garden and then you've got all these types of vegetables and you know, herbs and different types of lettuce and whatever it might be growing in this garden and that's where the chef then goes and just picks out what's ever fresh that morning and that goes
0: into your salad
1: that's your meal you know that's that's mind-blowing to me i feel like we we keep on just being like this is amazing this is amazing this is amazing but it was just as we were there as well it just every single new thing was
0: no they blew me away
1: mind-blowing blowing us away it's just a next level uh, type of luxury and it's basically i think you know, going back to the exclusivity, like you've got all of these things to do and experience, but you also, like, this is yours for the time being of you being there. Yeah. It is like you are the owner of the land, basically. You get all the freedoms that usually a landowner would get, which you don't see at most other properties, no matter how luxury they are. No except, matter how,
0: except being allowed to drive the vehicle. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yes, yeah, you're not course. allowed to drive the vehicle. That's the only thing. But you are. You can tell your guide wherever you want to go. go, and go and you, can and... you can go and sit with. We had. We saw lion cubs. We haven't even mentioned the lion cubs. Oh yeah,
0: we saw lion cubs. They must have been about a month old. They're uh, amazing. Month, month to six weeks.
1: You know, and you can go and sit there with them for an hour if you want to. And you know, as long as you're respectful to the animals, and which they are very big big about you know being respectful to the animals that live on on uh, on the reserve and everything which is also a big plus and very important to us yeah ethical
0: Um, ethical guiding and the fact that they're pushing ethical guiding Mm. is very important
1: yeah so it's just you know even if if you go to the most luxury lodges even if you book out them exclusive exclusive there is usually like rules and regulations on the reserve that doesn't allow you to do exactly what you want and doesn't allow you to be out at night for example or you know you can't go on a full day game drive if you don't if you want to like there's still kind of like a schedule that you need to stick to yeah often you know most lodges will have a bit of a way room obviously but there's still kind of a s- schedule but here it's like you're coming to stay and you do exactly what you want
0: and you know 100 percent, i couldn't agree more with you You know, and i think I would like to see more of this in the industry. Mm. Um, I, would, I would like to see properties branch, especially the five-star luxury properties, because you have, and we've spoken about it in episodes before, where you kind of go, right, what I'm paying $1,000 per person per night more at this one, than I am at this one, mm. but I'm actually getting very similar yeah. things here. Yeah. Um, what, where, where am I, where, where's my, where's that $1,000? Mm. Is it in that Johnny Walker blue that I'm, I'm drinking that's in my money bar? No, mm. I need a lot of those bottles mm. if to make up that $1,000, you know what I mean? Mm. So, and that's what I would like to see the the lodge industry start to diversify into, you know, yes, we're charging this rate, but this is what Why? you're getting. Exactly. and uh, i think shimu has done everything right it's a pricey lodge it is expensive but for what you get it's actually not that expensive no. it is great value for money
1: because as you say like at the end of the day you're paying a couple of a couple of thousand rand more than some of the you know top luxury top lodges, luxury lodges yeah um and you are getting just so much more you're
0: getting exclusive use are you i mean yeah we're not going go to go through the list again <laughs>
1: But you, you, you're paying a slightly bit more than, you know, at another lodge. But the difference of what you get is huge. Yeah. Because it's just, you get so much more. And I think, you know, you said it as we were there, because I think you mentioned on the podcast a while ago, you were ta- you, were, you were, Craig was ranting about unjustifiably expensive, expensive lodges. Expensive lodges,
0: which they are out there.
1: There is lodges out there still that are like that. But this lodge is value for money. Yes, 100%. it comes with a price tag, and as you guys can hear, there is a reason why it comes with a price tag. But that price tag is value for money. In
0: in in my opinion, one of the few of these top flag, the top flat lodges, that is warranted. The mm. value for money is warranted, or the 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 price tag is warranted. Yeah. In so.
1: absolutely incredible place. Uh, we can drop a little hint that we are planning on a workshop
0: we are planning a photographic workshop there for 2024
1: that will be our you know luxury photographic workshop yeah, top um, tier photographic um, hides um star photography yeah. you name it and uh, that's that's going to be for 2024 so keep an eye out for that
0: yeah i think it's going to be
1: that's going to be an incredible one
0: i think it's going to be a very cool experience so you are interested in something like that um yeah do let us know Do please do
1: but in general, like we've said it before, but then we'll say it one more time. Just incredibly blown away by Shamu and also the team there and what they offer. It's uh, beyond yeah. much else. That Absolutely. Seen. Yeah.
0: So guys, just to end off, um, I have a quick little story. or We have a quick little story. A funny story. Uh, it is a funny story. So uh, just at the end of our trip, Carolina booked us um, one of the safari tents at Tambuoti in the Kruger National Park itself. So in the national park, not in the private sector, we were self-driving. And um, as we arrived, we were put in tent eight, which tent eight is beautiful. It's literally on the Timbavati River. Mm. And as we arrived, we were like, okay, cool, great, start unpacking. But it is a tented camp, so you are canvas, so you can hear things around you. And, uh, but that's the beauty of it. Some some tents are more exposed than others, uh, and it's just kind of luck of the draw on which one you get. We were a little bit unlucky this time. Uh, Tent eight, beautiful view, but as we arrived, um, and, and you know, it's amazing you pick up those Joburg accents so quickly. <laughs> and that, that 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 lady, shame she was just being sweet, but um, obviously we we don't advertise like we live in the bush in front of the no. bush, but you get this, guys. Sorry, guys. Um, excuse me, I don't know if you've stayed here before, but there's a honey badger that's going to, that, oh, he's been causing havoc hey? Eh? And, um, yeah, I just, that's my worst Joburg, uh, mom's accent I can do, so I'm not going to do another one, but, um, just kind of, that <laughs> she was just, she was being very sweet.
1: But we were like, it's fine, we, we know the honey badger and we, you know, how, know how to deal with it, but, you know, thanks for the warning. I think what we got mostly worried about was that their like bright site was right next to our yeah. tent, and they and were loud. They were quite loud, so that's what we got most worried about. But then, later that night,
0: oh, we've no. gone to
1: bed. This and must have been
0: about ten, ten thirty. They hadn't; they were drinking.
1: Yeah, and we we went to bed early because we were very tired, and after after doing all these site inspections and driving and actually working and so on, so we were like, okay, we're head to bed early and they were drinking they were having quite a lot of fun which is fine uh, but they were quite loud so yeah and then we were managing to kind of like fall asleep and i had just fallen asleep when they start shouting what was it they were shouting about this honey badger
0: no so basically it all started was that one of the ladies stumbled to their room and they were like Oh my god! There's a honey badger under my bed. <laughs> and um, yeah, she from it was a the hyena, she, oh, she first thought it was a hyena because I woke up when when the, she screamed. And She was like, "There's a hyena under my bed," <laughs> and then it turned out to be a honey badger. The honey badger got startled and ran away. Then I, then we went back to sleep, and then I heard the scuttling foot, footsteps of the honey badger. And I know yeah. I know that sound because we've stayed there before. They yeah. run on your little porch, and I heard it jump onto. Uh, just outside our our, um, our deck. And then all hell broke loose. And this lady, after her third bottle of Sauvignon Blanc, had. Guys! I don't want to alarm you! There's a honey badger in your tent! <laughs> <laughs> so I just right woke up and I'm like, what?
1: And, but I'm what also, has just happened? I'm also like, why does she not think we would notice? If the honey badger got into our and I, tent. Said, and I said
0: to her, I said, I replied, I said, I don't think so. No, it
1: is. It's in your tent. And I'm like, how would I not notice? Because
0: you would hear it, right? I mean, they have got long claws. They're quite a noisy. They're, super uh, they're noisy. a noisy animal when they are when they moving when they're around, moving and, around and, yeah. and rustling through things. There's no ways it would have been in our tent if without us knowing. No. Um So yeah, very very because i was shocked carolina's sitting up we're both now wide awake going like, where also, am i going to wrestle a honey badger now
1: <laughs> that's the thing because you're like half you half asleep and someone's telling you it's in your room and i at first i'm like is it in my room is it in our room and i start panicking but then i also realized i'm like we would have heard it like, God, break like crawl
0: in, through the hole but
1: also like break into our room like how you know how would we not hear it come through but she was so convinced and then she was like she, was, oh, she no. was
0: touching our tent yeah she was trying to find this hole she was going around with her hand like Touch. i'm like there must be a hole here and i'm like there's no hole and then she was like oh it must have just just slipped past you yeah and i was like okay i'm sure it slipped past you she's like i'm so sorry and i was like no it's okay thank you and you whatever. know what
1: that's why you pay for the luxury and That's lodges. why you pay
0: because you don't have the drunk lady next to you going. There's a
1: honey badger in your tent.
0: But again, uh, we are mocking. Uh, but she was obviously just looking out for us, and yeah, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was and very dramatic. Yeah. But again, she was just looking out for us, and we can't ask for more. Imagine there was a honey badger in our tent. Imagine it did get into our tent. Yeah. But again, we would have heard it. But like maybe she she didn't know we knew the no. bush, and we could have been some. Some tourist that slept through it and woke up with a honey badger on its pillow. Oh my word, I mean, imagine that. Yeah. But yeah, just a fun story that I thought we'd end off with.
1: Yeah, very funny.
0: Yeah.
1: But I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Uh, we'll see when the next episode, I might be doing one without Craig. We will She's see expelling
0: me. I'm no longer invited <laughs> No, to Craig, is
1: <laughs> Craig is going away. Craig is going away. uh yeah to do some uh, tours with guests um, i am
0: yeah. yeah i'm very busy in Private my guiding. um back to back pretty Quite much Quite a few for, yeah for this the next two two and a half weeks
1: yeah so uh, i'm gonna try to get some guests on uh that we can have on while craig is gone uh and i hope you guys will enjoy the guests that i have in mind but i won't say anything yet because i'll still need to figure out schedules and stuff <laughs> But I hope that that will be the next episodes uh, until Craig is back.
0: Yeah. And from my side, I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks.
1: Yes. Enjoy your, your tour, eh? My With Travels. The yeah. Fun. Uh, private guiding.
0: Private guiding is fun. It can be grueling, but most of the time, it is, it is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Perfect. We're going to be off. See you in a couple of weeks